0: Ooh. Should we turn it? And now the hourglass flips. How many is. uh? uh how long is that? Is 60 an
1: minutes. Six oh so it's an hour, yeah. So, yeah, once that thing goes out, we die.
0: <sighs> it's like that thing you got up
1: there. The um old. The other. That re- channel we don't talk about anymore. It's gone yes. forever. It's gone. Don't bring it up. I swear to God, if you fucking bring it up. Smash games. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. The first thing I want to talk about is a little oopsie I did last week mic check uh, you know exactly what
0: <laughs> yeah the one you sent me it's it's an actual really funny clip of just like
1: yeah so what happened was our recent bonus episode we did with our first guest AK but before that we were quote unquote recording an episode with him and <laughs> the thing was so he recorded I recorded we clap synced and it was going fine but for some reason at 4 minutes and 20 seconds exactly the audio cuts out on our end and the last thing I'm saying is yeah man I respect that you have to have respect for audio or else it just won't and then it cuts out <laughs> it's so good and after we recorded because it was a really good conversation we had with him and so we, I was like okay I'll look at that later and we recorded our episode which was also just as good I was like okay I'm just going to review the footage and I'm like "Where is it gone holy um, shit what the fuck What did it, what happened what happened And I send him the message like, AK, I am so fucking sorry. I am so angry. And he's just there laughing his fucking ass. I was like, no, trust me, it's really funny. I'm just there like, no, it's not. And as I delve deeper, it's like, four minutes and 20 seconds. And the last thing I say is about respecting audio. What the fuck is going on? The
0: video you sent me as well. I don't know if that's the same video you sent to AK. It's so funny. of just like... I don't know what happened. I, 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 we started recording and look where it cut out, and it was just like, <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching Matthew how to respect the audio and like keep a nice distance <laughs> of the mic, and, and then it's just yeah, and then you're like, I, like that, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was,
1: like, I was so fucking angry. I'm like, he's gonna be so mad. I'm like, please tell me you have a backup, and he just goes, no. I'm like, well, that's lost the time, a bone, a secret episode out there that no one is ever going to have. But of course, our episode was spick and span. But Jesus Christ, I was just like. I am so upset. And it's mocking me. Again, the last thing, talking about respecting audio, and it's just, you know, talking 4 minutes, 20 seconds. So we have 4 minutes and 20 seconds of footage. But it's just painful. Yeah. Because, you know, we were talking some interesting things about, like, creative blocks when it comes to animation and filmmaking. And just... It was a good conversation, and it's gone forever.
0: Yeah. And it's gone. And... And it's gone.
1: Oh, but yeah, that was... Something that's been haunting me since we've recorded it. Just every night, I'll go to sleep, and in my head, I'll just see, 420, respect audio. But man, like, that's the first, like, blunder I've had on my end with recording audio for this. And it's the funniest way for it to happen.
0: Yeah, it's, I'm so, it's so insane. In in fairness, when I was, like, sitting and, like, probably looking at the, the screen, I remember when you said all that, and, like, it's like, and you were like, I'll show you how to use these, and (laughs) and, and I was just like, "Yeah."
1: And now, now you're like, "Please don't." It's scary. I could do. (laughs) I could just blink wrong. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, I'll take full uh, accountability because I'm sitting on the end with all the audio stuff, and it's just again, I don't know how it happened, and it's gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. So now whenever I'm doing any audio recording, I'm like, okay, are we are still going? Are the things still blinking? Is, is is this? Is this? And now I'm afraid of audio again. It put me back in my place. I don't... I, we, the respect is gone. It's just only fear.
0: Yeah. We'll probably record another episode. Yeah.
1: Probably. We'll, he, we'll do one in October, he says, because, you know, October is my favorite time of year because of a certain thing. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. Halloween! <laughs> But is and Thanksgiving s- in the Halloween? It's I mean, in November. Oh, it
0: doesn't matter. You know what? Fuck, I don't know American holidays. <laughs> oh,
1: no, I, I, every day is a holiday in America, let's be honest. True. But yeah, no, I can't I can't wait for Halloween. And I want to start planning some stuff for it, which I'll talk to you after, in fact. Oh, so, Matthew, no. what do you bring to the table today? Trump. <laughs> <Can>
0: I <remember>? <laughs> no <laughs> i don't I, I don't know um what is there to talk about that to, to start this off
1: i mean i can talk about something i wanted to talk about two weeks ago
0: oh yeah uh, sure go ahead my
1: short film i actually made
0: oh yes, I, yes. Act- I
1: actually made a short film and funny story so the week i actually filmed it I was like, oh, yes, I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast. And matchy goes, hey, can we film early because I'm a busy boy? I'm like, but my short film isn't done. But anyway, yeah, it's done, it's out, and I was incredibly happy with it. And it's all thanks to doing this podcast. No, no, honestly, it is mm. kind of down to this podcast because the whole point is we talk about shit that wanting to do shit, and I actually did shit, and now I can talk about it. Hell yeah, bro. But the whole point of it was I wanted to give myself seven days to just make something and like in that seven days write the script shoot it edit it and blah blah blah. but mind you in the middle of that seven days i broke my own rule because i got vaccinated my second jab so i had to take two days off so it was kind of three and two days but i still got it in seven days which i was happy about hell yeah and not only that i wanted to challenge myself with it and it's just the challenge was lighting making it look nighttime like moonlight which was a lot easier than i thought Mm. there's certain things in filmmaking like i said that intimidate me i'm not going to say the a word again because as I look at the audio, but nighttime lighting and making it look convincing, audio, and just music in general. And for this one, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm going to test it. I have a little idea on my head. Although, like, the scary parts kind of fell true, because, again, it was all me, baby. Yeah, Everything, writer, yeah. director, acting, starring, editing, music. I'm kind of a big deal, but... <laughs> brag. But, yeah, so... It was just fun to actually challenge myself to go, okay... I'm only using the camera and tripod and onboard audio and the two my tree lights. Hmm. Three days it took, and the annoying thing was I had to wait until eleven o'clock each of them days, because the sun was just only setting at around that time. But yeah, it was genuinely fun, and here's a little exclusive. Our intern is recoloring it now, doing his own little spin on it and adding his own music. So, due to popular demand, we'll be having a re-release.
0: A re-release? Nice! I love the Schneider cuts of every film ever made.
1: Yeah, so he's currently recoloring the film in his own ways, which I'm, I'm happy. I'm going to be excited to see. Give our intern to something to
0: do. Imagine he recolors it like the Schneider cut, so it's like black and white. Oh, the you know No,
1: Fair enough. But yeah, no, it's just, it's just it was actually fun to create something again. And be like, hey, I'm happy with that. Y- you alright there?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, I was fixing the chair.
1: But, yeah, no, it was, it was just fun, because I'm like, hey, I feel fulfilled. I did something. And now with this month, I was supposed to start shooting a smaller project this week, but I'm cancelling it, because I don't want to do it anymore. No, it's because I want to do an even bigger project for Halloween.
0: Yeah, I saw the you wanted to um use this entire month up to yeah. just do it in a big, big, big,
1: big project. Because like I said, I just love Halloween, and instead of making something small, I was like, I want to I do something big. So, today is when I put pen to paper, and I actually start writing and planning, because I'm going to need a hand with this one, because I'm going to be a bit ambitious with it, and hopefully have it released for Halloween. So that's my current plan when it comes to my progress with stuff. But yeah, yeah. if you also want to see the short film, check it out on my page. It's in my bio, and it's just, yeah. Do Did it. you hear that? I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> Wow, was that,
0: was that, um, let's make up a quirky character that comes in randomly. And Zang. Like, Zang. That it was Zang, the guy who promotes our uh, our other channels. I guess he's gone, whatever.
1: I mean, yeah, we missed him. But yeah, what about you? How's your secret project coming along?
0: Good, I actually, you know, I, I, I've uh, started working on it a little bit more because I've been watching, um uh do you know ross rubber ross from like he was part of game grumps but then he yes. left to do his own thing
1: yes the name's familiar
0: yeah he uh he starts playing he started playing gartic phone uh, i've heard of that w- with his other animator friends and uh there's now a new thing on gartic phone where you p- play anim- animations mm. um and They're having such a blast of just animating together. I'm just like, as a rubbing uh, off on you. Yeah, I'm like, I want to do that again. I want to, I want to draw again, and like, so I'm, Mm. I'm started working on that as well.
1: I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, but yeah, there's one thing I'm gonna pitch to you live on air is one thing I want to do with this podcast is for Halloween as well, because again, I love Halloween. Is I want to come up with a short story with you. And we put it to this and release it as like a little audio short story with sound effects and voice acting. Okay. I have an idea for the story, which I won't spoil here, but I'll pitch it to you after. But it's just like I said, I want to try and expand little bits and bobs and I want to have a little celebration for Halloween.
0: I bet you it's the Farter of the Poop Lagoon
1: hey man i told you not to spoil
0: (laughs) (laughs) the farter of the poop lagoon
1: and for halloween in general i want to try have a few guests on maybe our intern will return and talk intern things yeah like how
0: he likes his sticky notes (laughs) i still have them
1: on my desk sitting here i don't know what to do with them (laughs) but what do you love about halloween uh, or Christmas, or Easter, or just holidays in general.
0: Holidays in general? Um,
1: Mostly Halloween, though.
0: Okay. Well, what I like about Halloween, I would have to say... Particularly... Is the... Awesome designs that can come out of it. Mm. I would say... Uh, like, I'm... it's really hard. I think I like the aesthetic of Halloween. The aesthetic Mm. of Halloween is always just gorgeous with oranges and...
1: I'm the same. Yeah. On a day where it's actually nice out, I just want to take my camera out and just shoot B-roll of autumn time. Just Mm. leaves falling, just this nice golden hue. One of my favorite openings to a movie I've never seen, but I've seen the opening, is Halloween 4, where it's literally just that. It's just atmosphere of just Halloween decorations just in the wind and just...
0: It just it just feels like Halloween. Is Halloween four season of the witch or is that mm,
1: three? That's three. Four is the return of Michael Myers. Return of Michael Myers. The one with the weird mask. The one where he's just he's like
0: hello, hello.
1: But then speaking of Halloween, Halloween Kills comes out next month, and I'm excited for that as well. Hell yeah,
0: bro! Oh shit! I actually oh. just watched. Um, should I bring that? Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? I actually just watched *Malignant*. We had a little conversation before this, so. And what else can I say about
1: this? <laughs> it's a weird one for me, because four different people have come out and recommended it to me. They didn't say it was good, but they said, King, you really need to see this. And I'm like, that scares me even more. But now I have a sick curiosity with things. Like, if someone says, hey, it's not good, but you should watch it. I'm like, okay. I,
0: I will say, some of the line dialogue is super funny.
1: That's, it's, that's what I love the most. Yeah,
0: yeah. The The line that di- Okay, this isn't a spoiler. But it's a really funny, like, at the very opening, it's just, like, after all this, like, cool shit that happens, like, one of the doctors, like, there's a doctor in it, spoiler, whoo, um, is, like, we need to cut out the cancer. And it's, like, (laughs) is that the line you want?
1: Get the Uh, cancer out now. (laughs) It's, like, I don't think that's how it works.
0: Um, it's a, it's a really good movie, I would say. Like, it's really worth watching. I think the pro. I think there's a few problems with it that are just a bit weird. Mm. Um, eh, actually, is it a bit weird? There's just it's a really fun horror film if you really just blank out things. Mm. But and
1: because my take on horror is like if it takes itself too seriously and falls flat, then it's not good. Mm. But if it takes itself seriously but has a batshit concept that works. Like, yeah. for example, Hereditary. That movie takes itself so seriously, but it just spirals out of control. Where it's like, so much is happening, but it's still just grounded, and it just, it works. Yeah. And then you have, like, 80 Slashers, where it's like, it's intentionally bad. Just turn your brain off and enjoy it.
0: Yeah. I think Malignant is, like, super batshit insane. Mm. Like, the opening, right? It was I was instantly like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then the main house in the film, right? Oh, and also, I'm pretty sure James Wan made that film because he had, like, a lot mm. of cool, like, ideas that he had that's left just, over. That's just
1: the type of filmmaker he is, though. He just has all these ideas, like, I want
0: to try. Yeah, like, I think after, like, doing Insidious and, like, uh, The Conjuring, I feel like he had many, so many ideas that he didn't get to do. He was just like, fuck it, I'll just throw them all into this. Mm. Because I think the, the entire trailer shot is, like, the one where it just it follows her top view from the house which is an amazing shot I love it it's like it just looks like so much effort was put into it and he's like he obviously had had like a vision for that mm. and there's or maybe he didn't come in maybe it was like the cinematographer who's just like hey I have a cool idea and James was like
1: fuck yeah, it dude we, we have like... the budget we have the money let's do it <laughs>
0: yeah so um actually I don't know who the cinematographer is but uh, the camera dude the camera well no no I meant like the guy who did it did it um, like the name of the mm. books like
1: the uh, yeah him. Um, one of the worst things of written literature I've ever heard is because for context, my girlfriend and I are currently reading through a book series that she's reading it to me, and we are reading the eighth book in the installment, and it's following a witch. And instead of describing like you know, because it's said that like you know witches can see better in the dark and whatnot, instead of going into a paragraph describing that. It just said she could see well in the dark because of her witchy eyes. And just since then, that piece of dialogue has just haunted me. Witchy eyes. Like, you could have just had one paragraph describing it and just saying true her eyes. But every time it brings it up, it says, her witchy eyes. And I'm just like, seriously, you're going to keep bringing that up. And now, whenever anything comes up about eyes, I just like, true as vampy eyes. true as monster eyes. Like, it's just... <laughs>
0: What the hell is a witchy eye?
1: Apparently it's something that can see really well in the dark. So a cat eye? Yeah. but so they're nocturnal c- animals?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Her witchy eyes. Actually, cat eyes do make sense for a witch because they like black hats. Hmm. Uh, I guess. Well, you know, I don't actually know the proper lore for witch. There's so many different interpretations of a witch that
1: I can't... AI. It's all folklore. You yeah, know, it all... Yeah. Changes as I mess with my audio because if I have it too high, <laughs> but
0: yeah, it's kind of like vampires where, like, oh, wherever part in Europe you're at, or like in the world, there's a different they change, of a and it's
1: it can be a bit annoying, but at the same time, it's just it can be cool. Yeah, like one of my favorite vampire movies is the remake, The Fright Night, because it oh, does. I love that movie because the thing I love about it is like he's a typical vampire, can't go out in the sun, holy water, crosses, needs blood but my favourite thing about it is he knows all these rules and he knows how to break them. Yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, he needs the invitation to come in and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to blow up the house. I don't need an invitation if there's no house. So he goes out to the back and starts digging up the pipeline and just lights a match. Hmm. And then when the main character is confronting him on the highway and he brings out the cross and he just goes over and grabs the cross and it burns in his hand and he just says, you need to have fate for that to work. I'm like, that is the scariest vampire I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's Colin Farrell as well, so it's even scarier.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's really weird how vampire even like the most famous one is Bram Stoker's Dracula, mm-hmm. right? But like uh there's like so many things that like there's a lot of rules like I, that are mm-hmm. still used today about how Bram Stoker's Dracula works and like is still Knowledge today, mm. but he Bran Stoker's Dracula still could go out into in the sun, I because, I which I found out like from watching something I can't remember <laughs> what I watched, but they they were saying that and I was like, oh, this whole time I thought Bran Stoker came up with that idea, um, and I know Bran Stoker is like how he came up with Dracula is because he actually did Rodney go impaler, yeah, he well that and he also went through he went to through all of europe basically to see what each interpretation of dracula and he kind of just melded them all mm. into one like ones that are stayed the same like uh, concepts that stayed mm. the same he would just thought okay that's already in there uh things he just thought were cool he just put in there as well um it's he's like a really cool, like how brand stroker came up with dracula is it's just a cool story i think
1: and then of course like it's just the rules of vampires, I think, are really important when it comes to doing vampires. Of course, yeah, oh, that's just an urban legend, but, like, the idea that vampires are predators, I'm like, hey, dude, let me in your house, and stuff like that, I think is cool, because, like, hey, you're safe in your own home, except, you know. Like, I remember one of the scariest scenes I've ever seen in a vampire movie was in the original Salem's Lot, and it was just a little brother just flying at the window, just, like, scratching at it, like like please let me in. Please let me in. I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. Get it away. Get it away. Yeah. But just the idea of that, like imagine one day you're asleep in your bed and you just hear a slight, you know, just knock sh- on the sh- window sh- and you look and you yeah. see yellow eyes like let me in. That's like, no, thank you, I'm just gonna close over politely <laughs> and decline.
0: Yeah. Um actually uh a cool interpretation of vampires that I was um not expecting was from the uh, Magnus Archives. Um, mm. Should yeah. I mention this, or yeah. is that like go ahead. Um, is the fact that like vampires are like speechless? Yeah, like I thought that was a really cool concept where they like they somehow talk to you, but you don't know you you just instinctively know what mm. they meant or what. It's they... like
1: compulsion, you know.
0: Yeah, and it's really interesting
1: that literally they're just predators. Like their tr- entire throat is just teeth.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's actually um, I I. If you look up uh, inside the turtle's mouth, have you, mm. se- have you yeah, seen Yeah, the- just the teeth yeah, yeah, for yeah, jellyfish. That's, like, since I knew what a turtle's mouth was, I was just like, oh, that, it just looks like that.
1: Um, How has your journey been in the archives then? How far are you now?
0: Um, I haven't finished season three yet. Season three, well, I, I went on holiday, so I didn't mm. I didn't listen to it during any of that. Um, and then my earphones broke, so I didn't really want to... Rest like, in peace. Yeah, I mean, I still have. I, I bought new earphones, mm-hmm. so I have them now. So I am listening to it again. But um, yeah, I'm really far. I'm like, I don't know how else to say where I am without spoiling. spoiling. But uh, I, I will say, a lot has come out about <laughs> the powers of the characters and like what happens with it gets, I'll talk to you about that later. Maybe I don't know. It, like it, it gets really fucking insane.
1: Like. I keep recommending Magnus to a lot of people because it's just an interesting take on horror. Mm. And I always describe it as cryptically vague. I'm like, yeah, the main character works in this paranormal institute where he documents and records statements from people and their experience with the paranormal. And I leave it at that for an obvious reason, which you know now. And that's why I said to you, you're like, huh, what can happen with this? And then, like, by the end of season one, you're like, oh, I see.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've I've stated before that... Season 1, I think, is a bit weird. Like, there's some really good stories in it, right? But, like, it doesn't push until the ending. Mm. Which, 40 episodes is a lot. Yeah. To, like, for anything to be pushed. So... Even, like, I, I was super happy that the 40... I, I kept watching because you, like, really... Re- you and Owen kept mm. recommending, or the intern, sorry. <laughs> kept recommending <laughs> it to me. So, I was like, okay, I'll keep watching. I, I'll keep listening. Sorry, not watching. Listening. Um, And, again, 40 episodes. Fuck ton. Like, holy mm. fucking shit. is a
1: lot. So... But once the lid opens up, you're like, yeah, I don't need sleep. I need answers now.
0: Yeah, like, the second season's phenomenal like it's really fucking good uh and the third season is really fucking good like I, there's some there's like season 3 has season finales in it that aren't <laughs> season finales and i'm like why why was the first se- like every every cool thing that comes into like a new thing in each new season i'm like I don't think I could ever go back and watch season one. Season one is, (laughs) like, 40 episodes of just, like, dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. Um, And there's, you know, there's, like, some things that are, like, weird uh, with the show. Like, uh, not to push anyone away, but, like, a lot of it is, like, you're reading a book. It's a structured show. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it it, it looks like... Because... The statements right in it where Mm. like people just describe their things. Um, A lot of that is like sometimes super similar, which it's meant to be because it's meant to be like this overarching thing. So anything that's similar is meant to be like, you have to know that. All right. You Mm got to know that later. So it makes sense. Um, But I also find it like it's spoken like it's a book. Uh, and people who talk about their statement know perfectly what everything that they remember, which I guess they would. It's a traumatic experience. It's it's a really it's just a it's a really good show, but like there's some things that are so detailed that I'm like, mm. how the fuck would you remember that? <laughs> but uh, cause like the- it, it, that's why I was like, it's written like a book, like how Harry Potter would experience this mm. one minute thing, and you're like, okay, at least the book told me that, but it's like. It makes sense for that. Anyways, yeah, sorry, I've got to...
1: The structure of the show pretty much is it opens up with what the statement is, what date it took, and then he reads through the statement and then he gives his analysis at the end of it. And that's pretty much it. It's You're just following this archivist do his job. And to some people it might seem boring, but as Matthew goes on, you know, he's like, oh, some shenanigans are ensuing here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's gotten to a point, right? Where sometimes the statements, um, because obviously the statements themselves are very much hit and miss, right? Yeah, like there's like, one
1: for everyone. That's kind of the whole point.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for some that I'm like statements are like, oh, these are not for me right now. Like this this story at the moment that they're done is like, eh, it's okay. So I I would, I would move mm. I would move um I wouldn't <laughs> skip anything because I I think that's like kind of like it's an audio thing. So you mm. might as well listen to it. Cause sometimes they do cut halfway through a statement and like, something could happen. Yeah. 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 So I'm just like, okay, I'll, I'll listen to it no matter what. But, um, yeah, the, after season one, the really interesting shit either happens before the statement or after the statement. Yep. Um, and again, like I said, every time, sometimes in between that's, that's why I keep watching them. It's like,
1: cause, cause you never know what could happen.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah uh it's it's really good and then there's some times i i blank out and i'm just like <laughs> wow because i i listen to him on the bus on my way to work and stuff so i'm just like wow look outside isn't that great and like somebody's talking about like mm. how their horrifying experience just
1: yeah that's pretty cool
0: and then um every now and then when i hear like a cool thing in the story i'm like wait what was that that sounded cool so i like rewind wow. I'm like, what's
1: what's been your favorite statement so far then
0: my favorite statement
1: because I mean it's not really a spoiler to talk about the statements themselves no matter how fair yeah know.
0: that is true there's a good few there's only one still to this day that's like kind of talked about like e- used audio in a really cool way um Lost John's Cave yeah yeah th- there's that one which I really do like it's a really good one um Which also is, like, written like a book. Like, Mm. how he talks is, like, it's so book-like. Like, like thud. Thud. And it's just like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Um, uh,
1: That's all I'll say about that. But, (laughs) But yeah, that that sting at the end. When he's like, oh, we found a camera along with them.
0: Yes. That's what I loved. I was like, I hope a lot of statements have that. I mean, a lot of statements are back in, like, really far back. Mm. So, I'm like, I can't really knock it. Um... Yeah, there's, there's some cool things in it. Right? The
1: one that people always talk about when I recommend it is the Not Graham episode.
0: That's a good one.
1: That's very early. Like yeah. I, I, I'm currently re listening to myself. I'm on season five now, but it's just, I always forget how good a lot of the statements are in season one, which, is like you know, makes it work to re listen because there's just some, like the first 10 episodes, yeah. I'm like, whoa, there's a lot of good ones here. But it's a good introduction to horror because it's a weird way to experience it. As you know now, it's like, huh? There's literally a bit of everything here. Yeah, some things that mightn't scare me might petrify someone else.
0: Yeah, there's. I will also say there's times when like the um, audio peaks mm. a lot in that show, and I have earphones in in the bus. I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, and that's when like season finale shit happens or something like that, mm. or like. There's some really good... I'm trying to think of, like, my favorite one. Because Lost John's Cave is a really good one. But I I, I really like it because they utilize audio in such a cool way. Um, And, by the way, they still use utilize audio in a really cool way mm. in a lot of things just not in the statements much mm. it, because they're trying to show this story like other stories more so than the in small context
1: ones. of the universes in the archives for some reason electrical equipment just doesn't really work so he has to record them onto a tape recorder so it has that static effect that, like it's tape. yeah
0: i'm trying to i'm trying to remember a really good one like one of my favorites um
1: there's just so many. Like. There
0: is so many. I mean, like, I'm on like episode 100 and something or whatever. So it's like I'm, I'm in really fucking far. So I'm just like, what the fuck am I trying to remember right now? Um, I think there's, there's a really good one on, the Library of Alexandria, mm-hmm. but like, which is also a really cool thing about the like why they use a, the Library of Alexandria. Yeah, I, I always just like. Huh. <laughs> i know the library i've i've studied a bit of the library Alexandria, so i'm like i know this story it makes sense why this is here because they really like information and stuff <laughs> and it's like this is cool
1: um like the funny thing about the show is it's like once you're deep enough in you're like i'm in on the joke now yeah yeah You get yeah. O- like other people listening earlier and you're like ho, 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 ho. <laughs> okay i know you're going to be listening to this and i know you know you keep me- saying everything Maybe what I'm saying is true. Maybe what I'm saying isn't. Just keep going.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to remember, like... I think some of my favorite statements, though, are by...
1: Um, She's just a batshit character.
0: Like, she has the best statements. Because they are really integral to the story. But, like... um, God. Uh, I'm trying to remember, like, some... <laughs>
1: That's how big it is, like... Each episode is about twenty to t- forty minutes on average. I'd say mostly in the twenty minutes. Yeah, but it's just there's so much.
0: Yeah, okay. I if I was to say my favorite one, right? My favorite favorite statement it it would probably be the
1: the priest. Ah, uh, the two statements. Yeah,
0: the two statements. That one fucking rocks.
1: And once you heard, oh, but you went, hang on a seconds. Oh, and the fact it said, yeah, 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 and then just I didn't actually count no? for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, you you can like I said, there's a lot of information to digest, and what I just said there, Hmm. yeah. But the fact it was a two part, and there's not a lot of two parters.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, the first one is so good about him just talking about how, like exorcisms, exorcisms. It's really good. The second one's a bit like meh in comparison to the first uh, part of that statement but the second statement is
1: also still really good but like i said magnus archives it's interesting way on horror because it's just it's audio as well and i feel like with audio based stuff you can't really escape it so if you're Mm. watching a movie and you know a jump scare is coming you can just cover your eyes whereas with audio it's like you're forced to go through all the way with it same with a video game like, a video game... Like, I think some of the best ways to experience horror is in video games. Yeah. Especially with headphones. Like, one of my favorite horror games, Dead Space, came out in 2006 or 2008. I can't remember, but oh my god, it still holds up.
0: Yeah, I mean, that game fucking is so good. I mean, graphical-wise, it's still really yeah. good because it's co- a lot of it's covered in darkness, which kind of hides a lot of its flaws.
1: But it's just the lighting. Yes. But the thing it's- about that game is if you play with headphones... Especially with good ones, you can just hear stuff scuttling all around you, bolts dropping, just people whispering in the ear, like, Isaac. It's like, eh. Yeah. And they're currently remaking it, and I don't know how to feel about that.
0: Imagine they, like, make it super bright.
1: Like, that's one of my biggest fears, because they showed some really early gameplay for it. And it's cool. Like, they're adding some cool things with the necromorphs. Like, in way the gorgeous memory of Resident Evil 2 remake, where, yes. like, literally you shoot the zombies and bits of them would fall off and bone are revealed. They're yeah. adding that to the necromorphs. Oh, that's kind of cool. So not only do you have to shoot their limbs still, you have to get rid of the skin to shoot the bone off the limbs.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, and they full, like, skeletons in them so you can rip everything off them.
0: That's so awesome. I think um, what I'm afraid for it is that, Please don't do what you, they did with Halo Combat Evolved, the library. Because mm. the library in the <laughs> first part is so dark and it's like it's looming. It's just like it's like ominous. this is it's ominous. It's like this is awesome. But and the remakes are just like, all right, you know what? Just make it super bright. Whatever. Like what happened to the ominous? Like it's yeah. just like no, no. You don't. You need to see where you're going, dumbass. i just like then what the hell's the point of the torch? I thought the whole point of the first... <laughs> like, the, remember the torch in the first yep. game? Like, I, 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 th- like if there's a really dark point, then torch, which is still cool. I like... They showed you in the first mission. Why would you not... <laughs> why would you... What?
1: There was a night where Machi was over at mine, and we decided to play all the hardest Halo levels on Legendary, and the library took us the longest... But goddamn, Halo Two anniversary. <laughs> we because the thing about Halo Two is on Legendary. If you're playing on Co-op, if one of your if one of you dies, you're automatically restarted to the checkpoint, I which know. is such fucking bullshit. And we were trying to do the mission with them jackal
0: snipers. Uh, they're dog shit, man. They. I mean, they suck. I mean, I don't know how anyone plays that mission ever on fucking like the. Because not only do you have, like, a brief second to find where they are... It's a straight... A
1: pinpoint dot.
0: Yeah, like, to find where they are, take cover really quick, because they know exactly where you are. It's just a laser beam that gets you. Yeah. Um, And even still, there's not, like, a lot of snipers. There's one Hmm. sniper, and isn't there on that There's a few
1: on the level, if I recall.
0: Yeah. But I think on that, like, certain area... Or is there a few?
1: I, there I, probably I, is. I mean, there, in, there is. It isn't just one Jackal sniper. It's Jackal snipers. Yeah, it's but the le- annoying. the legends are true. With Halo Two anniversary, with the, about the Jackal snipers, it genuinely is. Like, you'll be fighting Hunters and Elites, and the thing that will take you out is the Jackal sniper while you're fighting them. But yeah, we played through the library and it was fun. It took us about three hours to do, but we did it. I I I absolutely adore
0: Halo Combat Evolved. It's still, to this day, one of my favorite Halo games. It's it's just so fun. I mean, like, really goddamn fucking fun. Um, I think the anniversary has a lot of flaws in it. Because like, it was
1: literally just the Reach engine dropped in, and they kind of defied the purpose. Like, on the brighter missions, fair enough. Yeah. But on the darker missions, like the sniper mission, it's like, you can clearly see where you're going. But,
0: I mean, have you seen the... um, The... uh. The problem with the models?
1: Yeah, that, like, there's invisible boxes.
0: Yeah, because, like, they still have the original models, but they didn't, when they remade the game, they didn't make the new models fit Mm. those. So when you're, like, when you have line of sight of a, like, of a a jack... Oh, no no jackals in the first game, isn't there? I I think there is. Oh, yeah, 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 there is. Um... And, like, you go, bang! But, like, it hits an invisible wall, and you see the bullet there, and you're like, what the fuck? And, like, you change to the old graphics, and it's like, and I
1: like, do believe what? it was a very lazy remake.
0: Yeah, you see, it's not, like... I'm not saying there wasn't passion put into it, because mm. there's, like... If you look into its, like, designs, it's, like, it's like it looks really good. Um, the problem is, when you change the coloring of the... There's like a lot that's wrong with it, but they changed the coloring, and it's like I saw a really good um, video on it on like how it's like an animation, and mm. um, a lot of people think like um, if you make an animation, right? There's an innate idea there, right? Like it's through this one person's vision that like it's going on throughout the entire thing. Mm. Now if someone was to remake an animation I and mean, let's say a little more lazy so they use more like pivots and like which are basically... That fluidity like, is gone. Yeah, yeah it, It's just like, or like, yeah, if they use like, what you call it? AIs that like tell... Predict it. it yeah, you. to predict it for you. There's an innate flaw with that because you're removing the person's intent with it. Um, and yeah, there's a sense with that with the original content, mm. like the whole point of the dark areas was the fact that you can't see but in the remake you can perfectly see yeah in the first mission when it tells you to turn on the torch yeah, like you've uh, already walked by that part because you it's so bright you're like yeah whatever man because in
1: the first game the torch was like a limited time use like after it depleted you have to wait for it to recharge yeah yeah and a mission like the library where like it's a simple layout all the way up but it's still so dark mm. and goddamn those rocket flood man <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean God, I I I love that game so much, the first combat.
1: I'm jealous of the people that got to experience the flood without knowing what the flood was. Like that mission when you I first know. discover what they are and you see the video clips and then they're attacking you. Like you know, my first it's Halo great. game was Halo Tree and I knew what the Flood were, they weren't that scary to me. But
0: then imagine in that I game mean, my first game was the Flood as well, but um with three, sorry, three as well. Um, but the flood were already pre-established, um, and I guess it's a bit weird because the first thing you see of them in the, uh, in three, right, is, um,
1: when they crash into Africa, when you're trying to find the spear to go to the Ark. Yes. On high charity.
0: Yeah. And you open like a vault or something that kept them contained? No. No, that was in the first game, sorry. <laughs> in Halo
1: Tree it's when they crash onto Earth mm. and you know, then they glass half the continents of Africa to contain them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just with the flood, they don't have the same impact as they would in the first game. Because yeah. they're they're just they're just like, Oh, we're gonna pull the rug, everything like this enemy, they're just gonna come at you. Like you can keep shooting them and arms will fall off. And uh, if there's any
0: corpses i love the um w- like why they were i love the backstory on how they were on the ring and stuff mm. like like they were there to be contained because they're like a huge problem virus That's why the rings were made yeah yeah and that i mean i haven't read those the, what you call it the three books that are like basically the dune of <laughs> halo where they're like they go really in depth and in, th- in like in the entire universe and you're like so that much after this?
1: Yeah, the um, amount of Halo books is ungodly. Yeah. But in the beginning, they were fine because the whole the idea beginning. was... In the meaning That, like, the whole point was, hey, if you like this world, here's stuff happening outside of it. But yeah. the fatal flaw with Halo 5, that game is, you've had to read, before even playing the game, you had to read, like, three books, two comics, and one crappy movie. To even understand what's happening at start that game, and if you have to go into a game playing homework, like you know, like I have to know what's going on, who are these characters, instead of just establishing it in the game, you fail at telling a story. Yeah, like it's okay to have things pre-established. Like okay, it just is what it is. Like one reoccurring character in the Halo universe book, all of a sudden it's just a Spartan, and it's like okay, why? Oh, you have to read the book. I'm like okay, but I think that's kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah. I by the way, I just want to mention I love Bungie and like I still like Destiny and like all the things that they're doing with it. But I also feel like when they um tried the Dark Souls it, you know, where they're just like, like Alright guys, we'll just like have a basic thing, right? Where it's just like there's this big ball in the sky, right? And we're gonna and like you give it superpowers and it's like it's all good. And now you have to fight the darkness. Like, that's cool. they like, that's the simple plot of the game, right? It's the simple plot. And then it's like, you play through the game. Like, it's kind of boring
1: though, isn't it? <laughs> like, I remember when the beta came out for Destiny. And I had a beat relatively quick. And they go, oh yeah, that's 25% of the game. I was like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. And Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Wake up, Guardian. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Wait,
0: you know what? Let's. Change it all. Let's not, like... Yeah. Chris so... It's not a good robot voice.
1: Something recently happened that I found out. Mm. And I'm pretty sure you've heard of some of the fuckery that happened with Marty O'Donnell. With Bungie, right? No. The composer. Some fuckery happened. And... I, I don't know the full extent. But recently... He kind of fucked up. Because there was, like, a lawsuit between him and Bungie. Yeah. And pretty much... He... Was uploading his like it was his music, yes, but it was owned by Bungie, and he was uploading it to YouTube and selling it on Bandcamp, and now he has to pay a hundred thousand back to Bungie. I'm like, I know it's your music and all, but it's like, dude, don't be an idiot. But mm. I don't know what happened, but I know that they did screw him over. I think they just got rid of him and changed his music and whatnot. But I d- I don't know the top of my head. That but-
0: kind of sucks because Destiny music fucking rocks.
1: Halo music, the original...
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That rocks as well. But... Destiny... Like... I mean, like, I think Halo is, like, without saying, like... Of course that one fucking Mm -hmm. rocks, but, like... Destiny has some fucking... uh, Like, how they do, like... Like, kind of heavy guitar Mm -hmm. in it is super hype. I will always remember Destiny... Like, cause Destiny's story is that it just kept getting better with new DLC. Cause but the fact it, that
1: you had to pay for it just makes it like, ur, ur.
0: yeah, I know it is kind of a shame. Destiny Two is like now, oh, it's the game itself. It's free, and we'll just keep on installing. I I still like Bungie as a company. They're still like nice enough, I guess. Um, I just, uh, if, apart f- the fact that it's also a company also means I like parts of it. I don't like <laughs> all of it.
1: Um, the corporate side that can go away. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But like. I I especially like um the uh first destiny's DLC cuz they worked their ass off to like fix what they fucked up
1: with, right? Which is going to be commendable, you yeah, know. Yeah,
0: like I mean, it's the same with No Man's Sky, right? Like they fucked up hugely. They're probably Jeez. the worst yeah. but, like fucks up, but like they worked their ass off to make it respectable not to what they still promised, but still respectable as a game and, like, people still enjoy it. And it has a really nice community, apparently. Um But Destiny worked its ass off as well and it has some... Mm. Like, its DLC missions are phenomenal. What... Like, there's... I will always remember this fight where I'm like, is this the same game? <laughs> like, I was like... This is so cool. It's like there's this like ye- white flame that goes all the way down to the end of the corridor, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" And like it hits the ending, and it like it starts to form like a ginormous like demon monster, and you're like, "What is this? Is this hmm. turned into doom? What the
1: fuck?" I just want to say a big fuck you to everyone that doesn't consider video games art. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, what you call it? There's okay. Uh, you know zero punctuation. Yeah, see um, There's, I mean, he doesn't like Destiny much. He doesn't like a lot of AAA title games. Well, not to say he doesn't like them. He it's, it's just his kind of his, rev- his reviews. His persona yeah, yeah, yeah. will yeah. say his reviews are very harsh on games and uh, maybe rightfully and, so. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's like he points out a thing in Destiny, right? That is like he looks at like the detailed designs of the like um the walls right mm. how like there's this pattern that goes on but it's not a pattern because he went really far like searching for like a repeat of anything and there was nothing and he was like wow these artists like work their ass off on this game yeah. and then a lot of people wouldn't notice it yeah yeah and then he's like and then and but that led into the joke is like so you're probably wondering why I, like talked about like this wall and not the actual game because the game itself is boring (laughs) as fuck, but the wall is super. And like, he talked about how like, like, um, there's, there must be like a Picasso or something in like the, that studio. Right. Um, Mm. just like, like, he's just like, he, like this great artist, like walks by the, um, like the, uh, writing team and the writing team's like, well, what should we do next? And I was just like, uh oh, make it a new cool thing. And it's just like and it's like oh, I'm wasted here. I'm wasted. But it's uh it's a funny joke that Yahtzee did, but it's also like it's it's but I I Sad do like but Bungie. true. Yeah. I mean I still like Bungie. Uh
1: I just wanna see some new IPs from them. Mm. I mean since they departed with Microsoft it's just been destiny ones and twos. And they've
0: only yeah two they've worked. Their, I kind of do want to buy
1: more of Destiny Two though, because it's free to play now, isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah, but I mean like the base game, which is shit. <laughs> but like buy
1: the good stuff.
0: Yeah, I do. I do kind of want to buy the DLC because people kind of are talking about it and saying it's it's still really fun. I'm like that does sound fun. I also don't like the way Destiny is a shooter looter please don't I either. I
1: hate that that's I could never play borderlands because of it and I barely made it through cyberpunk I
0: like borderlands because the world suits mm. it like it's suit like it's batshit insane and it's like it's meant to like hit that like that like dope the gambling shit yeah. right like we're like loot 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 like wow and like all the characters are batshit and crazy and insane it's like, that's cool it suits the mm. world destiny is like Scavenging, which also kind of makes sense to be a shooter-looter, but I also don't think it it doesn't need to be. It, I think it can still work as, like, a Halo thing, where just, mm. if you see a weapon, just pick it up. Uh, see,
1: what hits my sweet spot in video games and first-person shooters is finding secrets and collectibles, and that's what I love about Doom 2016 and Eternal, mm-hmm. because I'm a bit of perfectionist when it comes to those type of games, like, I still haven't found everything, I need to go, and it encourages you to do that, to be off the yeah. broken path, but doom eternal although it only came out literally about two years ago it's probably one of my favorite games of all time yeah yeah like it's just it was the first game in a while to come out that just felt like a video game like yeah, a AAA yeah, game yeah. and what made it even more special but also bittersweet was i got my copy early because of covid but then mm. the annoying thing is like i've had this game the entirety that covid's been a thing but yeah, yeah. either way I had just such a blast because it didn't take itself seriously. It's like, yep, hell's invading Earth. Go fucking kill them all. Oh, by the way, you're an angry demigod. Your bunny was killed. It's it's just dumb. Yeah. But the thing I love about it is like, hey, this game isn't easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like I feel like people when it comes to games like that, because like Dark Souls is hard. It's like, if it's hard, just don't play it. You know, there's no difficulty but there is difficulties in this game. But the best way to play it is on a harder difficulty.
0: I think, um... So, Dark Souls...
1: Oh, no, I brought up Dark Souls. Oh, shit. Sorry, I'm just going to (laughs) say...
0: When people say Dark Souls is difficult, right? Just get fucking good. It's not... It's not (laughs) difficult, alright? Like, I mean... There's a dance to it. Yeah, basically... Okay, so, I mean, that game has been played so many times, there is actually a perfect way to go through that game and just, like, nail everything. But... What what makes the game so good is that if you're blindsiding it, then yes, there's mistakes you made, but at least they're yours, and yeah. it's like it, it, it makes this like journey through this land Same with doom more, yeah, yeah.
1: It's It's not the game's fault, it's your fault.
0: Yeah, but I also don't like saying that because I feel like that insults a lot yeah. of people.
1: <laughs> and just get good, like I said. Yeah. But I don't know, just I like a bit of challenger games because sometimes with like FPS campaigns when they're too easy and you breeze through them, it's like, is that it? I'm like Doom is a single-player first-person shooter, and it took me 22 hours to beat the campaign. Yeah, like yeah, that's a lot yeah. of content for a first-person game, and has a lot of replayability. Yeah, but it's just the state of video games in general is just shit. Like I, just, I, I've been a while since I.
0: I mean, I say that it's been a while since I played a good game, but I mean, I'm having an absolute blast with indie games oh i don't know if i mentioned this or you probably already know about it but like that's a uh, doom clone-ish game um it's not doom but it's like they
1: make it's dread
0: <laughs> no one second i'm gonna to have to look it up so this might be Checked. a while this might be a while for uh, just me being silent but i'm pretty sure i, it I on just got it out uh, nah, nah. I'm gonna keep cu- talking so you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. So, <laughs> so and, and don't worry, it's on my wish list. So I, I'll I'll easily.
1: Have you played Ghost Runner? Uh, no. That's one I would highly recommend because that game is also one of them games. Like, oh, if you get hit by one thing, you're dead, and it has wall running. It's it's like a puzzle game, but like you're a ninja with a katana. Yeah. And you're trying to make your way up this tower, and it's just a yeah. lot of
0: fun. And Dr. Octopus is evil.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But no, that's a game I'd highly recommend. Not on console, though, because... No. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I... Yeah, I don't know. There's some games that I can play with controller, but, like... Others I'm, like... Profoundly stupid with. Like, really fucking stupid... I don't think I have this game on my wish list, actually.
1: <laughs> well, there we go. The cliffhanger ending is just being pushed off the cliff instead. Oh, no, I do.
0: Uh, Proteus.
1: Proteus. Um, I'll have a look into it. It looks... Uh, mm, I can show you, like... Uh, I know that they re- someone recently made a mod for Doom where... In- you
0: can, like, look through it there, yeah.
1: I can see what you mean.
0: It's, It's a really fun fucking game. Um, I'm getting like Metroid vibes from it. Yeah, I mean, it's hugely inspired by like Protists. um Doom One and Eternal, um, or just like it's pixel art, but it's also Doom Eternal. Mm. It's it's really fucking well done, like really well done. Um, if you like Doom Eternal, I would definitely check this game out. It's, I will say. I it's pretty much it's easier, um, than Doom Eternal, uh, I think it is. Anyways, just, I remember.
1: Sorry to cut you off. No, I was just, no I, I was just against. remember one of the scariest moments of me ever playing a video game. And you're gonna laugh when I say the game, title, because you're gonna be like, "What? How? Resident Evil 5. Oh. Uh, okay.
0: Which one? Which part? That's my. The favorite. DLC.
1: The one where you're in the mansion. Uh, I never
0: oh i did play that so did i no i didn't play that i saw a video mm, of it
1: so pretty much resident evil 5 is batshit but i enjoy it but dlc kind of takes it a bit slower a bit more scary and you're in like i'm not sure if it is the spencer mansion or something that looks like it but you're in a creepy mansion again i know mean, oh, there's a little easter egg you can do where you can have it where it goes back to the tank controls and the camera shots blah 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 who cares but for the first part of this game, you're walking through this mansion. It's like an hour long, and there's no enemies, and it's just constant, constant build-up. And then eventually you go into this basement. Yeah. And mine, I was about eight or nine, and I was playing it with my cousin because he was too much of a chicken to play horror games. I'm like, huh, let me show you. Yeah. And we're just walking through, and you get go through these creepy dungeons. And at the end of the hall, there's a stairway that goes up, and then it goes left. So it goes up, it goes up. I'm like, huh. I bet you nothing's going to come down and hit me in that corner. So I walk up the steps, and as soon as I cross that corner, a big fucking axe comes down. I screamed, and so did my cousin. We threw the controller towards the TV, and we both jumped back.
0: Wait, were you playing multiplayer?
1: Nope, single player. Oh, okay. okay. And since then, that's been the scariest moment ever happened to me in a video game. And it's Resident Evil 5. And the thing is, right, I watched other gameplays, and I was just unlucky because in that same spot if you look up you can see that dude walking across this landing going towards the steps it just so happens i walked up when he's walking down the steps and he came down with this big fucking axe and since then that i don't think i've been scared since oh there's zombies trying to get into the room
0: It's okay we got a good barricade done
1: what's the scariest moment that ever happened to you in a video game then